Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. It's a Sleepers Podcast, Wednesday, January 10th. We recorded like nine recaps this morning, so everything's coming out a little late. I'm sorry for that. We needed a rest night. Carter needed to rest up for his big day. Uh, I was tired because we woke up at 6 in the morning. Here we are. It's almost noon. Carter is pouring a glass of whole milk, and uh, he has an update on where his cookie challenge stands. Yeah, so uh, for lack of a better term, I'm giving up. Uh, I just can't do it. I got the 45 cookies. My stomach really, really hurts. Um, I I know that if I keep going, I'm going to put myself in more pain. Uh, and, you know, I think this points to the fact that I might be somewhat of a mental, like, for lack of a better term, small person. Because I was just kind of chugging along and be like, yeah, my stomach hurts. This sucks. But the outside noise of people being concerned about me, um, saying that uh, certain things might kill me um, and other things such as that matter, they, it just really got to me. So, um, you know, congrats to Greg on winning the bet. Um, probably last food bet you see from sleepers unless I have my legal team present. Um, and, you know, Greg will present what the stipulations are of the bet that I lost now. Um but he, I, I would like to also extend somewhat of a sleeper's olive branch to Gregory because I think he has been uh, more than kind and lenient in these cases when he has no reason to be. I don't know what to say here. Um, I really don't. Can you, can, you're triggering me by eating Chips Ahoy right now. Can you stop? I, I want to prove how easy. Uh... That's three. I had 25 last night, dude. <laughs> Did you actually have 25 last night? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, uh, you can't see it off camera right now, but I just want everyone to make know this very, very clearly. My stomach hurts so bad. I think it's like, literally. I think it was a tactical error from you. You, uh, you, Juwan Howard, did. That's what you did. Atta- a tactical error for me. It won't be the first. Won't be the first. Won't be the last for me, Gregory. If we made a list of tactical errors I've had in my sleepers media career, it'd be a long list. Okay, so I give you credit for trying. I'm very disappointed you tapped out before noon the day of the challenge. Um, I think the outside noise is fair. In fact, I have texted you and said to you on a Zoom call multiple times. I don't want you to die. I don't want you to go to the ER. And I believe in your self belief enough that I know you would have pushed through. So, with that said, I'm a little disappointed you tapped out before noon. Like, we could have we could have played the long game here much more of, like, 10 cookies, take an hour off, see how you feel, instead of smacking, like, 25 cookies the moment you woke up and be like, I can't do this. Well, can I, can I point fingers for just one second? Yes. I, and I know Zach's going to listen. Our good friend Zach Hurst is going to listen to this. I was fine until the nurse said something. When Zach's wife said something, that had an effect on me. 
like my wife says on the me this morning, she's like, I don't want you to eat all these cookies. I'm like, she's just saying that because one, she's a vegan. Like she doesn't want me drinking real milk and eating a bunch of processed bullshit ass cookies. Like, which I, oh, sorry for the language. Golly, I'm so sorry, Connie um, and everybody. That's awful. I need to work on that. But once you hear like from a medical professional that they're concerned, like it hits different. Does Meg hate me for this? Like, does she think I'm just an awful person? Oh, oh no, 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 no. My friend, my friend, my friend. She hates me. <laughs> I don't want her like, hating you. Like, she, she, she's, she's like, why would you make that bet? And I'm like, you know, that's a good question. <laughs> I wish I had a good answer for you. I don't want her to hate you or me. Um, look, sometimes things she's, happen. She's, she's yeah. going to love that I quit. Okay. Well, that's good. So back in the good graces. Uh, yeah, I just think it like you had how many here? 40, 45. That's the number. 45. So you had 45 cookies since midnight. I've had 25 cookies. No, 20, 28 cookies since midnight. Yeah. I mean, just a, a character flaw. Of mine. It's not I my challenge. It's not, it's not my challenge and I'm right. I on know, but I said it in, I said it in the first, the first video that I posted. I just, I got a, I don't call, I got a weak stomach, man. I, I don't got a big fella. I don't got a big fella stomach. You ate 40 I, I pancakes. Do, I, I do ate, got a big fella stomach, but you like. Ate, you ate 40 protein pancakes. You didn't even need to eat the protein ones. I, was it 40? Yes. That yeah. was, I, but honestly, that was easier. Okay. All right. I think, I mean, you just don't like Chips Ahoy. The Chewy was a tactical error that's crazy that will be talked about for years. Uh, but look, this is why there was an out given to this, because when when this bet was agreed to, before we even knew who was going to win or lose the bet, uh, it was said that if you did not live or if I did not live up to what the bet entold, you would have to wear a shirt for X amount of days. So right now, you have 95 days that you would now need, 95 consecutive days starting tomorrow, that you would need to tweet a picture of you in a Michigan shirt. Um, that's the stipulations. You have to tweet it. It has to be like just you in a public setting, clearly in a public setting. Can't be like you outside of your house in your driveway next to your car needs to be you somewhere in public. If you aren't planning on going in public that day, too bad. You should have eaten more cookies. You have to go to a public setting in a Michigan shirt, take a picture and come home. Okay. So no home pictures will ever count. Never public setting. Never. Public setting, Michigan shirt, take it. You can take the shirt off, post the picture. What about like on my street? Like I'm taking a walk in the neighborhood. Public setting. That's public. I'm going to need to see some people behind you for that to be considered a public setting. Okay. All right. Dang. Simple, as that. Simple as that. Go to the gas station. Go to the store. Like you, you might as well go make friends with the gas station guy. And be like, can I take a picture with you for 95 straight days in a Michigan shirt? That might be the easiest way to do this. Uh, do you have a Michigan shirt? No. What are you gonna do about that? Because this starts tomorrow. Um, maybe go get one. Like maybe go to a Meyer or something. Okay. What happens? Uh, like, cause with the last one, it was like, well, if Carter fails, there's a punishment. What happens if you don't do this? Uh, I feel like you got to come up with that, don't you? Well, I just I don't want to keep making things worse for you, but like. I'm starting to get worried. Like, I think you're, I think you're going to get three days into this. Like, if you do the same thing you do with this that you did with the cookies, you're just going to get three days in and be like, I'm not doing this. Well, what could be worse than this? I don't know. But I'd like, 
there has to be stakes. Otherwise, you will literally get three days and be like, I'm not doing this. We'll think of something. Will we? Probably not. <laughs> I don't feel great about this. Um, tattoo? A tattoo? If you don't do 95 days of Michigan Sure Pictures, you have to get a tattoo of my choosing. There's got to be some stipulations on that. I'm not getting a Michigan tattoo. A, a tattoo of my choosing that you sign off on. I'm not agreeing to any bets. I'm just going to do this bet. There has to be a fallback plan. There has to. Like, there has to be a punishment if you don't do this. I don't want the punishment to be something that's permanent. I mean, I was going to say I'll suspend you from sleepers, but you probably want to be suspended from sleepers at this point. I definitely don't want to be suspended from sleepers. A little two-week break wouldn't be a vacation to you? Like, come on. No. I don't know, Cart. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to do. I just don't I, like I don't trust you to do the Michigan shirt thing. You don't even have a shirt. You're probably not going to get a shirt by tomorrow. So <laughs> you're okay. you are a man whose kitchen has a calendar that has Michigan, Michigan State's football schedules on it. The Michigan one is crossed out in Sharpie. Yeah. Also, why are you shaking? Because <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Uh, well, I did offer this. This is the last little twist to this. Uh, if you want to cut it from 95 to 75 days, you can drink a glass of whole milk right now. Let's see how this goes. Carter claims he hates real milk. That's dead ass gross. That's the first time I've had real milk in probably three years. Are you going to get through that or no? Can I plug my nose? Yeah, you can do whatever you need to. Just it's, drink a glass of milk. The Carter drink a glass of milk challenge. That's a good goal. God, it's gross, man. I'd rather have like a, I'd rather chug a fifth of vodka. Yeah. Don't give me ideas. All right. Uh, final thing on the cookie challenge. I just want to say this. Seeing a lot of mentions, seeing a lot of people. Uh, in the mentions, just talking about oh, their team cart, their support cart, which I love. Let's support cart. But I've seen a lot of people with a like Carter needs more help here. Like Greg keeps taking advantage of him in these bets. Where were you the night the bet was made? Where where were the people saying that you had no chance to win this bet the night the bet was made? Because I I assume cart. I think a lot of these people sat at home with Washington money line tickets. And now they want to talk about how your bet had no chance to win. If Washington wins the football game, I'm doing this bet. I mean, yeah. Penix yeah. was horrible. Penix was horrible. I still would have had to eat 115 cookies. Yeah, it'd be. Yeah, it'd be. It'd be. It, yeah, you're right. It there. There shouldn't be anyone that's like I got jobbed in this. The only job that I got is that I let my hate prevail and that's who I am. My hate will always prevail. But when you're a grade a full-time hater against a certain program, which I am against Michigan football, sometimes these are, these are the repercussions of your action. Um, it's not going to change the way I operate whatsoever. Um, I'll be there once spring ball starts to be start hating once again. So yeah, that's that.
Yeah, I mean, final final words on this as you uh, drink a glass of whole milk with your nose plugged. Uh, is it fair to say that Michigan football bust your ass this year individually? Like Michigan football versus Carter Elliott. Michigan football destroyed you handily. Yeah, they took this round. <laughs> Bro, how do people do that? That's Maybe it's this milk. Maybe this is bad. This is gross, man. Okay, so now you now have 75 days you need to wear a Michigan shirt in public. I'll give you the opportunity to drink another glass of milk to cut 20 more days off. I will give you – you are allowed to drink as many glasses of milk as you want to cut days off of this. You're at 75. And if you're if you're acting right now, you did a damn good acting job, Car. If this isn't even hard for you and you just swindled me, I applaud you. 75 days you have to wear a Michigan shirt. You can cut 20 off for every glass of whole milk you drink. That offers good until this episode ends. Let's proceed with the episode. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. Let, do you have a comment of the day from YouTube? Yeah, man. <laughs> God, if you, I highly recommend people that drink real milk to give like milk alternatives a try. That's just not it. It just, it really isn't. Um, does our Purdue Nebraska video have audio on it? Does it not? The first comment I see is on our video, the Purdue Nebraska recap, and it says no audio. Let's give that a quick check. Yeah, I feel like that should be the one that 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 should be addressed. We're a little late on the recap for this. Uh, we took a night off of recording. Okay, so looks like uh, there's to audio. Uncle, to Uncle Philip Farm, uh, fix your computer. Uh, the comment of the day that I'll go with is this is from ND Hurler. Uh, X punched as many nuts as he had points. That makes this Boilermaker feel a little bit better this morning. Yeah, it's that's a, a true fact. That's a true fact. It's a tough one. Tough one there, but it's absolutely a fact. Uh, we have a whole Indiana recap with Xavier John. Are you about to throw up? No, I got like a like a like a burp or something. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to go to Discord comments while you try to, to persevere this. Um, we start with Koi today who says, who is still coaching at the school they're currently at in three years? Hubert Davis, John Shire, Kyle Neptune, Tom Izzo. Who is still coaching? Mm-hmm. I think I think everyone's coaching but Neptune. I think they're all still coaching. I think the, the most likely to not be coaching might be Tom Izzo. Hmm, really? Yeah, Hubert and Shire for sure still there. Um, I think Villanova is going to be all right. He's not getting fired after this year. And uh, Izzo's the only one who would consider retirement. But, yeah, I think they're all still there. Uh, Fletcher says, now that the NFL regular season has concluded, could you do a Sleepers Media NFL Honors segment? Uh, We are going to do some NFL previews for the playoff games for the remainder of the week. So there will be two segments today that are NFL game preview oriented. Let's quickly fly through some things here, Cart. Uh, MVP for the NFL for you this year? Uh, Lamar Jackson. It's a weird NFL year. It was a really weird NFL year. Um, I think I'm okay with Lamar as the answer, but I don't feel great about it. Like, I think it would have been McCaffrey if not for the way their season ended. Yeah. But I think so. Yeah. Uh, coach of the year? Uh, Dan Campbell. Yeah, Dan Campbell. Comeback player of the year? 
Demar Hamlin. Joe Flacco. Dude died, man. I know. Dude. So I don't want to just steal the bit, but uh, are you talking about the mostly sports one? Yeah, the mostly sports guys on Barstool are like, what's harder, to come back from the dead or to lead uh, the Browns to the playoffs as a quarterback? And I do genuinely think – I think Joe Flacco has a better chance of coming back from the dead than DeMar Hamlet would have leading the Browns to the playoffs. Uh, Brandon, I think it was Brandon Walker. I think that's that guy's name. Yeah. He had a good line. It's like, I mean, dude came back from the dead. Two only done it ever, him and Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it's a great segment. Go listen to that. It's really good. Uh, offensive player of the year? Uh, McCaffrey. McCaffrey for sure. Defensive player of the year. Parsons. Feels like Parsons to me too. Um I, I like know. I want to say I want to say maybe Garrett though, because like the Browns have been the best defense, maybe. If I I'll say this. If you don't go flat co for comeback, then I want Garrett as defensive player of the year. I want a Brown represented on this. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Offensive rookie of the year? Stroud. Do quarterbacks get to win that award? I guess they do, right? I think so, yeah. Like, player of the year is supposed to be a non-quarterback, though, normally, right? Yeah, I think so. But rookie of the year can be a quarterback? Yeah. All right. I guess I'm good with that. Uh, Defensive rookie of the year? I think I'll go Witherspoon. He's really good. He's good. Yeah, I think I'll go him unless I'm – I hope I'm not missing anybody, but I think I'll go Witherspoon. Oh, no. Either Witherspoon – Jalen Carter. Jalen Carter's been really good. I'd go Witherspoon over Carter, but they've both been really good. Okay. Yeah, I yeah, wish they... I, I often think about how I, I mean the Lions are very good and I loved our draft class, but I would have loved Witherspoon in Lions Blue. Yeah. But he was picked before we picked. For sure. It just sounded like that was the Oh yeah, but like him on his team. Oh yeah. Been the plan. Uh Travis Nelson says somehow Michigan winning the natty didn't hurt as bad as I thought. My overall takeaway is I think it would hurt more if UM basketball won a natty. Maybe it's because MSU is supposed to be the hoop school, Michigan's supposed to be football. I don't know. But also maybe the NCAA tournament feels so rewarding going on a crazy three week run instead of waiting a month. I do think he has a point on like winning the tournament's a more fun experience than winning the college football playoff. Yeah, I think I think college football will somewhat tap into that a little bit more next year by the expanding of the field. Hmm. Yeah, that's I, true. Because to me, when I first saw the expansion of the field, I wasn't as excited about more teams, which I am excited for. Don't get me wrong. I'm more excited that it's more of a tournament field. You know what I'm saying? Instead of just semi championship. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I like that. That vibe will be a good added element. But I hear you, uh, Trav. I, I I hear your point on that for sure. Malik Perry says, I think expectations for MSU next year should be rebuilding instead of closing the book. Let's start a new one in my Carter voice. I think 2025 season will tell us where the team is headed and how much longer the Pope will be around. Do you agree with that? I, I'm not answering any question that refers to coaches as the Pope. <laughs> I think it's a good, good outlook. Malik feels like he's in a healthy spot mentally right now, which is good. It's not always the easiest to do that when you're a preseason top five team that's nine and six with losses at Nebraska, at Northwestern, and home to Wisconsin by 13 points. I was just going to say, good for Malik. I'm not in that spot. Tristan Freeman from Busting Bracket says, I have no comment, just sadness. What's y'all's go-to snack when sad? Uh, Today for Carter, it's 45 cookies and two glasses of whole milk. God, that's gross. Um, My go-to snack when I'm sad Mm, probably some like some just some some sour patch kids or honestly no pun intended like homemade baked goods like a nice chocolate chip cookie that's baked Mm. uh 
Always does, always does a soul a, good. A nice chocolate chip cookie is what Carter's lusting after today. Uh, I a sad checks mix goes stupid. If you haven't had sad checks mix, try some sad checks mix. It goes stupid. A regular checks mix also goes stupid, but sad checks mix is like particularly special. Yeah, I was just gonna say I've seen you eat checks mix a lot, which has me thinking like, were you sad or did you just want checks mix? Checks mix is great in all settings, but sad oh. checks mix like really, really hits. Uh, guy says Kise is my dog. I always ride with my dog. Let's go Huskers. I feel so good. Wowie. I don't even know what to do. I should say let's go. I suppose let's go. Our sweet little prince really just spoke Nebraska being good <laughs> existence this year. I'm such a fan of Guy. It's crazy. Guy's like the oracle of the Discord right now. He also just dropped a wowie on us. I don't want that lost in all of this. Also, that comment read like a Dr. Seuss uh, chapter, which, again, speaks to Guy's ability with the pen. He's not even trying, and he's out here rhyming with a wowie. How's your digestive system going right now? Uh, I got, like, goosebumps for no reason. (laughs) Okay. Um. Malik Perry says, if last night Purdue game was a horror movie, what would it be? Mine is Children of the Corn. Good one. Uh, Mine would be some, I don't know the name of the scary movie, but this has been a concept that's been probably putting a thousand of them. It's the one where like 17 people come to a house because they, I don't know, they realize they could win something. And then, no, it'd be like a Saw movie. Like, people start going at each other, but they're trying to get out and survive. Hmm. Like, everyone's fighting with each other. Like, Brayden wants to Braden wants to get out, but he has to get out in the expense of Lance. Lance knows Brayden has to do that. Hmm. Heidi's trying to kill Lawyer. Edie's pissed at everybody because he shouldn't even be there. Like, so it would be like a Saw movie. Hmm. And, and, then Painter, like, and Painter's the Saw guy in the tricycle. Oh, wow. I was going to say, like, is the 15 seed Jigsaw? But I guess it's Painter himself. Yeah, that's that's fun. I like that. Leo says, is Mike Woodson the problem in Bloomington? Looked like there were some pivotal moments with some questionable substitutions in the Rutgers game. We talked about it in the Indiana Rutgers recap, but uh, I think Mike Woodson is the problem, but not from how he managed in-game. Yeah, agreed. Uh, Malik has another one. He says, let's give Guy his five seconds of fame. He's been solo fan for Nebraska. Get the Mexican street corn out. <laughs> Do you like Mexican street corn? I don't know what that is, and uh, no, I don't. I don't need to know what it is. No, I don't like it. It's good. I can't believe there's a thing called Mexican street corn that like everyone acts like they regularly eat. I know for a fact your wife loves Mexican street corn. I have no idea what that is. Con man has some cookie comments. We'll uh, we know where the cookie challenge is at, but just we'll wrap with this. He says 140 cookies is about 50 calories per. Uh, cookie. So Cart has consumed 7,000 calories of pure cookies. A man of Cart's build will probably burn about 300 calories per hour of lifting weights. Uh, first of all, I'd like your comment on what a man of Cart's build means. So then he says, so he will have to work out for about 24 hours straight to break even. All these food punishments seems like Greg is intimidated by Carter getting lean. Didn't even think about that. But also at the same time, I don't think Greg came up. I'm my own worst enemy. I am. Uh, I love to create self-adversity, and I'll go any lengths to do it. Um, but also to comment on his build, that I mean, that's that's just true. Like, I'm a bigger fella, so I I burn more calories than you do. Okay. Um, I categorically deny the allegations that I want Cart's build to 
get worse. Categorically deny that. I support my friend in all endeavors. Uh, Carter has said for years that uh, he wants to get to the point where people watch this show to look at him. At, at a certain point, we will have an OnlyFans. I fully support that. It would only help us if Carter was someone people just lusted over visually. Um, now, with that said, I also think Carter looks good as he is right now. Like I'm not, I'm not trying to change that. I think the man looks good. Man can get a fit off. Uh, I am in the content game. My sole focus with putting Carter through these challenges is that I know it's great content. In fact, uh, we got the Trilly Donovan endorsement today. He said, this is great content. So that's what I'm after. Watching this man suffer through food challenges is great content. It's not about his build. Uh, Ryan the Lion does say this is 100% what it is, though. Greg's mad that Carter beat him one-on-one for the game passes earlier this year. So he's trying to sabotage Carter with cookies. Is that true? No, I am mad you beat me. I th- I think I had you on the ropes and I could have gotten a dub, but I I failed. That was on me. Um, but again, that's the content business. Like that was was content. We had two pieces. We're doing it for content. Um, I am. I've been starting to think about what our next bet looks like, and it's not food related because everyone everyone says no more food. So I'm trying to think of alternatives that aren't food related. I just want to get one under my belt. I need you want to do in. like a want to do like a three day water fast. Or no, 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 no. Uh, like one of those juice cleanse. I'd, I'd do a juice cleanse. Yeah, you do that already. See, this is the thing. I don't know if I could do food challenges with you. I don't do juice cleanses. I've never done one. No, but I'm saying you can operate. I, I have I have all faith that you could be stuck on an island for a month with no food and you'll be fine. Yeah, I don't eat. Yeah. I mean, I do eat, like... I've had 28 cookies since last night, and it's not my cookie challenge. But um, all right, so okay, you're you're two glasses of milk down. Yeah, I think I'm. So am am I at 55? You have 55 days to wear a Michigan T-shirt. So on paper, if I drank two more glasses, I wouldn't have to do anything. If you drank two more glasses, you would have 15 days to wear a Michigan t-shirt for. Am I getting I th- I'm getting am I getting 20 days off or 10 days off? 20 days off, Carter. You have 55 days left. And if you drank two more glasses, oh, I have 50. Five I have 55. 40. I'm sorry. I, I thought I, I thought I was at 35. Mm-mm. No. All right. We're gonna move on to the show because I want you to at least have to wear a Michigan shirt for a little bit here. Uh also, you have massive pit stains right now. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not in a good place. My stomach okay. hurts. Okay. okay, okay. Uh woo! 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 Is the Big Ten race officially on? Purdue keeps losing games. We did the Purdue recap on the channel. You can go watch that. But uh, we spent all offseason saying this isn't a race. This is Purdue and everybody else. They are the favorites. That's not changing even if they lose a couple games. Well, now they're 3-2 and two in uh, Big Ten play at this point. That has them tied with Nebraska, who beat them. That has them tied with Indiana, who's horrible. That has them percentage-wise behind Illinois and Northwestern. They're a half game behind Minnesota. They're two games in the loss column behind Wisconsin, Carter. It's fair to ask at this point, is the Big Ten race officially up for grabs to teams that are not Purdue? So up for grabs sounds a little bit too much. Like I think anybody can can get it. I like the term the race is on. Like others are involved. Purdue had a big lead. Maybe their tire pressure's a little bit off on their motor vehicle, but they could easily get in the pit stop and run away with it. 
but the others are creeping up. And I, I think it's safe to say that the race is on. Look, you look at the standings right now, and Wisconsin, uh, I believe they're undefeated, correct? In Big Ten play, three and zero. Wisconsin's three and zero. They played two less games than Purdue, but which which is crazy scheduling to me in the first place. But with that said, like Purdue at this point. I don't think that you would think that they lost two games. I think if you asked me before Big Ten play started, what would it look like at this date? I would say at worst, they lost one game. So them being three and two and how the other Big Ten teams are playing, I think it's safe to say that the race is on. Uh, Purdue is still the clear favorite. I still think Purdue wins the Big Ten regular season, but maybe it's by less games or I don't know. Maybe it takes longer to secure. Okay. So what teams can actually do that then? Because I, the one that I'm circling right there, now. There, there, are, there are two teams, Wisconsin and Illinois. Those are the only two. But that's new because we've never given Wisconsin a serious shot at this, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think like, I mean, look, man, they're two losses ahead right now. Yeah, they got to win some games. They got a big one tonight at Ohio State. But like, Wisconsin's a legitimately good team. And they play Purdue twice. Now, if Wisconsin splits with Purdue... All of a sudden, like you're really holding a two game in the loss column advantage. Like that's that's meaningful. We right. said especially Purdue, they, especially especially if they win tonight. We said Purdue would only finish the year with like four or five losses in the Big Ten max. They're already two down. They still got to go at Illinois. Uh, they still got to go at Ohio State. They still got to go at Rutgers, the rack, which has been a hall of horrors for them. At Indiana, where they lost last year. At Carver, Hawkeyes, a tough place to play. Like. At Wisconsin, Colson, like this is, they have a lot of road games left against teams that are better than Northwestern. Yeah, 100%. Like, like the race is for sure on. I, I think it is. Um, will that now, my question to you is the race being on, does that, how does that affect Purdue mentally? And we talked about that, I feel like, enough. I think, I think there's very serious big picture things to worry about with the okay. mentals with this team. And I think so do you, right? Like, we, yeah, but I, but I I think more so the demons as far as like, oh, this is the same as last year type thing. I don't think necessarily they're worried about not winning the Big Ten right now. I don't think they are. Okay. I think the race is I think the race is on, but I think everybody in that building and on that team personally still thinks they're going to win the Big Ten this season. And they, I mean, I think it would be probably right to say that, right? Like, I don't know, like they should feel that way because they are the best team. It's just, they put themselves in a spot where they are playing from behind, which is crazy, you know? Right. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, okay. They shouldn't be in, in my opinion, either M- March 2nd. So one week away from the end of the season, how many teams are within a game of Purdue? Zero. So you think they do end up pulling away at by, yeah, by that day. Yeah. The most interesting part of this is that Purdue's last week of the season is at Illinois and home to Wisconsin. Uh, I want to go officially on record and say that both of those games will affect the outcome of the Big Ten championship. I think Purdue will that'd be get good. that'd be good for the Big Ten. Purdue will get to a spot where if they win both, they are outright champions. If they lose one of them, they will split a championship with either Illinois or Wisconsin. After those games, don't they have one more against Michigan State? Oh no, they got Michigan and Michigan State the week before. Got you. Yeah. You trying to work your Spartans into this somehow? No, I'm I'm just I'm I'm I don't know what I'm doing right now, to be honest with you. <laughs> All right. Cookies cookies have taken hold. 
Uh, okay. There are two NFL playoff games that we want to talk about. Um, Browns and the Texans is the first one. Cleveland, very, very similar. I feel like in vibes to where our Detroit lions are of like, they got over the hump. They're in the playoffs. We have seen the Browns have good seasons more recently than we have seen Detroit have good seasons. We haven't seen them do it with Joe Flacco at quarterback. I mean, what a shift from where Cleveland thought they would be at the beginning of the year. This is an elite defense though against a rookie quarterback making his playoff debut who has been phenomenal. I mean, CJ Stroud was so good this season. So do you go advantage defense here or do you go advantage CJ Stroud? I I think I go advantage defense here and look, CJ Stroud has had an amazing season just, uh, just as a quarterback in general, like CJ Stroud had one of the better quarterback seasons in the NFL, like rookie veteran, whatever you want to call it. And for him to get this team to the playoffs, I think is special. Uh, They're also AFC South champions, which had a little bit to do with Jacksonville choking, but who cares at the end of the day, they're champions of their division. Um, With that said, I just think that it's going to be tough for them to overcome this defense. This defense is really good. They can get after C.J. Stroud. The defensive line is good. Miles Garrett is good. They got the corners that can match up with guys like Nico Collins on this team. Uh, I just think that they're really good. And then on the other side of the ball, you know, if you would have told me that the Browns would be in the situation, one, without Deshaun Watson, and two, you know, Nick Chubb got his leg taken off earlier in the season, and they're still at this point, and Joe Flacco slinging the ball all over the field, they have weapons. They have Njoku. They have Amari Cooper. Like, this this Browns team quietly has something, and I think it's going to be very interesting to see what they do on the AFC side of the playoffs, to be honest with you. Like, I know a lot of teams don't want to play the Browns right now, like, with the way they're playing, with the way the defense is playing and the way that Flacco can, you know, make plays for them. I don't think that they really want to play this team. So, uh, I think it's been a great season for the Texans, but unfortunately I I do think that the Browns get them in this one. I think the defense is just going to be too much. Yeah. I saw a stat. I tried to dig it up while you were talking, but I legitimately couldn't find it, but it's like quarterbacks making their playoff debut versus uh, quarterbacks that like have playoff wins under their belt are like historically horrible against the spread and horrible outright. Um, now that's, it's kind of an overgeneralization because you would expect quarterbacks that already have playoff wins to be better players by that point than you would like a rookie that's splashing out of the scene. But I do think like experience and just a sense of the moment is going to matter here. Um, Joe Flacco is like a sneaky guy, right? Like, you know what I mean by like guy, like there's, there's some dudes where you're just like, Oh yeah. Like that's not a bad guy to have be our guy. When we get to the moment and we get to the playoffs, like there's only so many guys who have gotten all the way to the finish line. Joe Flacco is one. Obviously he's been out of a job for a while up until this season. He's looked great since getting there. Amari Cooper has like blossomed with his connection there. But like, do you trust Joe Flacco just in general from a sense of like, that's a good guy to be your guy. You do. I feel like you have to because of just his age experience. And I I just don't think you have to worry about him losing you the game. If you were the Cleveland Browns and you have the Cleveland Browns defense and you could pick which quarterback is your quarterback in this game, you taking CJ Stroud or are you taking Joe Flacco? Hot take. I think I still take Joe Flacco. I think that's where I'm at too, which is kind of crazy. But I, I think that the Vetti stuff is going to matter here for some reason. I, I do too. Playoffs are different. Yeah, we'll see. Um, 
what type of numbers do you think the Texans offense needs to put up in this? Because it's highly unlikely, like some Texans games have gotten in the forties, you know, deep shots, big plays, things like that against Cleveland. It's highly unlikely. They're going to break a bunch of those. What's like, like what number of points do they need to get? What does CJ need to do to feel like they have a chance to win this game? Hmm. The thing is like the, the, the Browns are no slouches offensively either. So, like, if they want to get in a shootout with them, I think eventually the Browns' defense will get more stops than the other team's defense. So, part of this would have to be, I think that, um, I think the Browns have to win the game. I'm sorry, not the Browns. I think the Texans would have to win the game another way. Like, I don't think the way to win this game is a shootout. But at the same time, they don't want to play the Browns game. I I just don't see a path for them to win this football game. Uh, but I don't think it's a shootout. I think it'd be having to beat the Browns at their own game, kind of. Like, tire the defense out, keep them on the field, uh, maybe a little bit more run game dependent, wear them down a little bit. Um, now, I don't think shootout is the way to do it. Yeah, you saying that has me all the way out on the Texans. And I, look, I, I've, I, I, I am too. <laughs> I have loved this team all season long. I think I bet on them more than any other team. Um and I, I just, I've loved the talent. I feel like they were undervalued in the market early. Uh, these two teams did play on Christmas Eve. Cleveland won 36 to 24. Cleveland is two and a half point favorites in this game. This game in Houston, home dogs aren't Crazy. dogs. They're, home dogs aren't dogs. They're wolves. Um, but yeah, I, I'm leaning Cleveland pretty heavily. Joe Flacco, 5-0 and in his career in the wild card round, by the way. He's never lost when he gets the wild card. What's your formal prediction, and uh, are you betting this one too? Yeah, I think that – I think I'm going – honestly, I'd go Browns alternate line minus like six and a half. I think they win this game by at least a touchdown. Whoa. You're really not giving CJ a chance. He scares me more than that. But, okay. All right. Uh, I'm on Cleveland money line for the record. I feel pretty good about it. A little scared it's in Houston, but we'll see. You don't like Cleveland minus two and a half? Um, I mean, it's a key number. It's a key number. For some reason, something's just screaming at me to just root for them to win the game and not need any numbers. That's where I'm at. It's like minus 140 if you do the money line. So I'm rocking with that. All right. uh, The final game that we want to talk about, we're going to do some other NFL previews on the channel this week, uh, is Miami-Kansas City. This is the Saturday night game. This is Tyreek Hill against Pat Mahomes. Uh, fun one. I think they put the two f- most fun games in the primetime spots on uh, Saturday and Sunday night. Tua in the playoffs against the Chiefs, a Chiefs team that has really left the door wide open for other teams to storm through this, but this is still Patrick Mahomes in an elimination game setting. Uh, I feel like our Bible of betting says never bet against Pat Mahomes. Greg. Can you repeat that for me a little bit, a little closer to the mic and very clear and pronunciated? This is Patrick Mahomes in a win or go home setting. Versus what quarterback? Tua Tagovailoa. Are we not giving Tua a little more love than that? Like we saw what he did in college. Who's the quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs? Patrick Mahomes. I can get Patrick Mahomes in an elimination game, even with his Amazon warehouse worker receivers, versus Tua in a in a playoff game. It is Kansas in a game City minus, in four. A, minus four in a, in a game where the Dolphins have more injuries than I can even count. Jalen Waddle's got a bad back. 
Bradley Chubb tore his ACL. They just had to sign Justin Houston off the couch this past week. This, you know, Raheem Moser, I don't know if he's going to be at full health. He had an ankle issue. Just a lot go. I just, just too many question marks. And look, everyone, it it would be the perfect time for Mahomes and then to send a message when everyone is counting them out somewhat. I think you said their favorites in this game, but you know the the public perception is that the Chiefs aren't the Chiefs anymore. Travis Kelsey's falling off. Like all the you know they don't have the wide receivers. They just aren't the Chiefs of the past. And maybe that's true. But it's still Patrick Mahomes. This defense has still been playing really well, by the way. And you're telling me all I need is the offense to pick up the slack a little bit? I just need Patrick Mahomes to do a little bit more? I'll take that. So you're telling me this is a buy-low spot on Kansas City? Yes. I think you're right. The The four number scares me. That's not a key number for football. Chiefs minus four. What do you, what do you feel like from a betting perspective is the side with the value? I, I do hate that four number. I hate the right. four number. I do. Uh, this is this is a teaser teaser category for me, and or maybe hope the Dolphins get out to a seven zero lead, and then you live bet the Chiefs. Yeah, I uh, I feel like this is just gonna scream at us to end up doing uh, Browns and Chiefs money line parlay, and I guarantee that loses somehow. And I don't know, <laughs> I don't know how it loses, but. Um, so how much does the Dolphins' health play into this for you? I think it plays a big factor. I think Bradley Chubb's a massive loss. And Xavier uh, Howard, the cornerback, he's had injuries all types. He's he's the only player I've seen on injury reports this year. It doesn't say knee. It says knees, like <laughs> plural. Like that's just the, like the injury in the parentheses on the on the injury report. It just says knees. Yeah. Um, and that that's just that that's scary. Me. I just think they're too hurt. They're too beat up. I think they had a good year. And for all the things I said about Mahomes versus Tua, I like Tua. I mean, he led the league in passing this year. Um, I think he's a good quarterback. But, yeah, I'm just – you had the ability to get Patrick Mahomes in an elimination game. I just – I can't pass that up. Okay. I'm with you just because it's the Bible rule. Um, I will say this is the worst I've felt about backing Pat Mahomes in a playoff game ever since his career started. Um, I think this Chiefs team is significantly worse than previous versions. And look, I, I'm we've seen great quarterbacks beat better teams at all levels of football a lot. Uh, I think Miami is the better team here. I, I really do. Even with the even with the injury concerns, I do. Even with the injury. I think they I think they might be the better team, but with the injuries too much for me. In the Patrick Mahomes versus Tyreek Hill thing, if if one of the two was going to do like a revenge game pull off a master class which one is it or is it both it's Mahomes we sure about that Tyree can't throw it to himself Tua can play man why are we giving Tua so much shit he didn't get concussed this year he didn't but I don't know if if he can't do effort Tyree's down there somewhere sometimes the offense flutters a little bit I guess I just I think we're being really disrespectful to Tua. He's been good this year. Um, Patrick Mahomes gets the ball at the one-yard line, down six with 45 seconds left. Needs to go 99 yards. Do you still have faith he does it? Yes. Like, what's what's the most dire situation that you would still believe Pat Mahomes leads a game-winning drive? Like, 
or even like down 21 with six minutes left. <laughs> Do you still believe in Pat Mahomes? Uh, no, not 21 with six minutes left. Okay. What What's the most dire spot that you'd be like, that's still my guy here? Like down, down 14 with, down 14 with uh, four and a half minutes left. How, okay, he gets a kickoff, it's a touchback, gets the ball at the normal spot. How much time does he need to get you seven points? Uh, 34 seconds. Okay. See, I've, I'm even, I feel like if there's 21 seconds on the clock and we're down six, I believe in Pat Mahomes to go 80 yards. I really do. It's <laughs> do crazy. Too. It's crazy. But at the same time, with this year's team, like I feel like he's just going to throw it to like Rashi Rice and it's going to go off his helmet or something. So <laughs> I'm like, I'm very prepared that this is going to go south and it's not going to be Pat Mahomes' fault whatsoever. Um, but I, yeah, I have to follow my Bible here. I will take the Chiefs to win begrudgingly and not like the number at four. Sorry, I just blacked out for a little bit. Final prediction. What's your formal prediction of the Chiefs in this game? I think the Chiefs win. I don't know if the Chiefs cover. Okay. Well, which side are you on? You have to pick one. Oh, uh, uh, Chiefs. Okay. Well, Chiefs. to cover? <laughs> no, I, Chiefs to win. I think Chiefs win by three. Or like who covers? A, a field goal. So who covers? Oh, the Dolphins. I said they don't cover, so the Dolphins cover. Okay. You yeah. you said you weren't so sure. I just I wanted to if you sorry. Had... The Dolphins I think the Dolphins will cover. You picking the Dolphins to cover means you inherently are breaking our rule of betting against Pat Mahomes, by the way. I they're gonna win. We're we're doing a Browns, we're doing a Browns Chiefs parlay. I don't know. We're betting against Pat Mahomes, what it feels like. Let's go to one big thing presented by Big B. Uh first off a cookie update. I saw you poured another glass of milk. Where are we at? Uh, I got three glasses of milk down. So can I see the glass right now? Is that third one done? You okay, that one's gone. Yep, yep, yep. All right. So you have thirty-three, no, thirty-five cookies left, or thirty-five days left. Uh, one big thing presented by Bigby. What do you got? Uh, my one big thing, uh, and I already stated this earlier this episode, but I truly think that people need to realize this that regular milk is they want they want to make it seem like it's good for you it's not good for you it's basically cow pus all right and that's disgusting okay it's not good for you everyone talking about it makes strong bones and calcium and all that that's just that's just false i'm putting on my tinfoil hat call me woke whatever you want regular milk is gross i i advise everyone to just give a milk alternative a chance. There's a lot out there. There's almond milk. There's oat milk. There's all different types of milk you can try. There's flavored if you don't want to jump straight into it. There's like vanilla or some other type of milks. And I promise you, it'll be just as good. You have it in your coffee. You have it with a bowl of cereal. It'll be way better than just regular milk. This, this cup of milk is disgusting. I am going to have to purge my body after thirty after forty chips of hoy cookies and four cups of fat free cow pus. Can I just say this? So when you finish this glass of milk, your fourth glass in this hour long episode, <laughs> um, you're only gonna have fifteen cookies left. You have eleven hours and forty five minutes left. 
at that point, the, the challenge shouldn't be quit, right? 15 cookies in 11 hours is all you have left. And you're going to hang it up and put a Michigan shirt on? What if my stomach never works again? But I'm like I'm saying you've done the work with the milk once we revise the rules. Like why why would you not like go to the gym, rest up for six hours, come back, eat a whatever dinner, get a salad in you, finish dinner and smack 15 cookies and win the challenge? Like now we're at that point now. The terms have changed. You don't need to eat 95 cookies anymore. You need to eat 15 cookies in 11 hours. Okay. You know what I'm gonna do, Gregory? Because you showed you showed me leniency. You showed me you showed me a, a good you showed me a friendship, a brotherhood that meant something to me. I got 15 more after this, right? 15 more if you finish that glass of milk before we click end recording. <laughs> I will finish 15 more cookies during my workout. <laughs> That's so ridiculous. But okay. All right. Uh my one big thing is I'm proud of you. I'm just proud of you. I'm proud of you. You find a way to make this great content. And uh, I know that milk is beating your ass right now. <laughs> oh, my God. He's going to puke. All right. This is the Sleepers Podcast. Tune in tomorrow to see if Carter's still here. I really hope that he will be. That's so gross, man. 15 left. <laughs>